<laughs> it's only taken a year. <laughs> but here we are. Um, here we are. Here we are. Welcome to this. the Struggle Podcast. It's been such a struggle, hasn't it? Oh my God. How long have we been advertising? Fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's so many it's points coming. I feel like. You know what? We've got to be the biggest dickheads. Like, <laughs> we keep advertising this. The more I'm just like, and people keep liking. And I they're know. Like, oh, when is the episode coming out? I'm like, it's oh, no, actually. Yeah. Yeah. There's a pandemic out there in case you have <laughs> Oh, my God. Haven't you used that for so many things, like, as an excuse in your life? Oh, my God. We're in a pandemic. We're in a lockdown. I haven't I been able to do that. I know. I love it, though. Haven't been able to, you know. I love it. I go love to the it. gym. But you can obviously be fucked going for a walk. Um, There's that opportunity. Look, I'm still paying for my gym. <laughs> I thought you cancelled that membership no, before I, you I went. Uh, look. <laughs> oh, God. So I was like. Obviously, when we open up again, mm-hmm. I'm going to be all ready. I'm going to be like going to the gym, yep. all these lies that I told to myself. Yep. And then we open up, I'm like, still a lazy bitch. <laughs> Just paying for my membership. I did go to like Pilates. I like Pilates. This is okay. why I pay for my gym actually because yeah. if I go to a Pilates studio, mm-hmm. I'm paying like insane amounts for of course. classes. Also, oh, you have Pilates at your gym. It's like Pilates and it's just like all part of your one membership. My Fancy. Only in five, <laughs> I know. I know. You see now. Mm-hmm. Only in the Bougie suburbs. Yeah. Balenciaga. <laughs> Balenciaga. Balenciaga Pilates, Pilates Studios. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know oh, that's amazing. Well, you could have put on hold, Ella. I know. But I think you had lots of hope for yourself in I keep telling myself that every single day that I wake yeah. up, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to put on hold because I'm actually going to go and mm. here we are. So maybe tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> No, I've been absolutely the same. I've been paying $14 a week for my gym membership. Yeah. I think in the past month I've been like twice. You've actually been. Yeah, I've been twice, um, which is not enough. But you've actually been. Yeah, I've been. <laughs> been, but it's not enough. Oh, and I mean, being in the lockdown couldn't have been more of an excuse. Well, yeah, that was I, the thing because it's sort of like, oh, yeah, when they open up, of course yeah, I'm going to go yeah. in, I'm going to go in. Yeah. And it's funny because we actually did a lot more working out and stuff during the lockdown. You know how Oh, we, we did hiking? lots of walking. Ooh, yeah. We did. We, were we actually did lots down, of walking. I was going to mention that and yeah. say, you know, although the gyms were closed, I did see quite a few people go for runs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Walk a lot, hike. Mm-hmm. Remember that day we almost like hiked every day of me? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that week. <laughs> Yeah, but I seem to, you know, like I told you, hiking is more it's also about just when you're going through something. Therapy. That's how you can also start. I was getting a feeling like an addiction. Yeah. Because I was just Yeah, like, it is addictive. I just needed to hike. Yeah. Just so I could like shut down. Yeah. From, not that, because I guess when we hike, we talk and stuff. Yeah. So it was sort of like a therapy session, but you know, like I think the um, endorphins or whatever you yeah. call it. <laughs> Those hormones. <laughs> Those hormones that make you happy. Yeah. Um, I was really feeling them. And mm. so it was sort of like, we're starting to feel like a drug. Yeah. And I was like, actually worried at the certain stage. I think I said that to you. I was like, yeah. I'm a bit concerned. I feel like an addict. Yeah. Like I just am using this thing to cope. And I mean, yes, mm. it's a good thing, but I'm like, is it really a good thing that I'm, I mean, is it still not the same kind of negative connotations as to if you were to be a junkie, for instance? Mm. I mean, obviously drugs are bad and they'll fuck up your life and yeah it was bad but yes it was a good thing but then i was just like i think even good things in moderation like the way i was relying on that i was like mentally that's exactly like if you 
I know what you mean because I like I told you I got to a point especially when I um, lost a lot of weight in my hiking journey um I got to a point where if I didn't go it wasn't mentally healthy for me yeah. I'd feel like shit yeah like I'd like I've done nothing yeah with myself so but then if I so you feel down and yeah sad yeah days. yes yeah like you need so it. if I went the next day I'd have to do more yeah like you get to that place and you're like because I didn't come yesterday got to do more but I think hiking is a positive thing it is everything in moderation in moderation though. Mm. yeah I was <laughs> for a second there. I'm like yeah hey yeah no um, that's one thing that really got us through the yeah hiking hiking what else what else did you do without me actually <laughs> <laughs> nothing I stayed at home I did my did you wear that yeah I did actually <laughs> exactly. I was a great girl um, yeah look you know um what did I do without you as you know I think I made um fuck, I don't believe about this but I think I made a few new friendships and stuff and you kind of saw the roller coaster and I think I kept like checking in with you and I kept telling you I'm like people are not okay mm. in this lockdown yeah yeah and yeah. then I thought maybe like when things opened up like better and stuff and yeah. then I'm like no it's actually worse and it brought me to this thing where I was thinking the other day the lockdown it was something that we were not used to yeah so mm-hmm. we were like forced into adapting yeah yeah as human beings yeah but then when things opened up again mm. like do we need to be rehabilitated uh, back into the norm like as you would See, that didn't happen that didn't happen yeah. that didn't happen yeah. we were locked up for such a long time the world's longest lockdown and all they had to offer was discounts at restaurants if you ate out oh for fuck's sake <laughs> Seriously, that's what I noticed. We were imagine? offered discounts at restaurants to eat out, to spend all the money that we had saved during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know this is a good thing, thanks to the Australian government. We have now 10 additional sessions to our Medicare. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. for um, psychologists. So, oh, that's good. So now you have 20. Yeah. 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 <laughs> else well you know we had to be vaccinated um up until last week so yeah. now we don't have to be this is how much i'm like not engaging like, yeah she <laughs> didn't even know that i'm like oh really yeah so now you know they've eased the restrictions and they've eased some of the places where you actually have to show your vaccination okay um, and that really frustrates because there are some people who refuse to get the vaccination and now they can do everything with the rest of us who have this. That's not, not today. Um, <laughs> and like you kept saying, you know, you, you did have quite of a social life after the, the lockdown yeah. when we were able to actually socialise. Yeah. And I think um, I, ch- I just chose to. Sort of. You did, yeah, compared did. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, stayed yeah, indoors yeah. and yeah. just made snacks all day. Oh. <laughs> just up and down down (laughs) in the streets yeah so i really kind of lived my life through you to be honest hearing everything about oh god the mental health of our fellow others we are not okay no we are not okay actually not okay i'm not okay we're not okay tell me more about what you experienced i know socializing so a few things like you know with the first lockdown that we had last year like Mm -hmm. when the pandemic started and i think basically the whole world went into lockdown some for shorter than others. Yeah. Like initially, yeah. Yep. I think it was like March. March last year? I don't even know. Like the last two years are just like one whole year for me. That's how I feel <laughs> about or, the last two Yeah, years. or the last three years maybe. And yeah. I'm like, I think the yeah. year ended in 2019. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 2019. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when it first came in, sorry, <laughs> was it last year or the year before? That did what? When we went into lockdown. I think lockdown. it was the beginning of 20. Shit. Was Shit. 2019. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> 
We are that not okay. Wow. Anyways, it's all just a blur. So yeah. whenever that first started, I found the relationships that I had with people coming mm-hmm. out of that. And I think that's also with you. Like our relationship mm-hmm. really grew mm-hmm. and, you know, like we had much more of an appreciation of each other and like mm-hmm. things opened up, like, you know, we made sure that we we're like doing more stuff yep. together you know, like we really stuck to it. And yeah. I was the same with like one of my cousins as well. Like, mm-hmm. yes, the lockdown made us closer and stuff, but then even post lockdown, like, yep. you know, we were checking in on each other. We were seeing Absolutely. each other. We were going out to eat or whatever and like doing stuff together all the yeah. time. Just making sure that, you know, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. But it was like genuine. Yeah. This time around, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's like that I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> You surround yourself with the most interesting characters, but Understand I think it. because you've um, connected with different people in the past <laughs> few months or the past year, yeah, I think that has also opened your eyes to a lot. Yeah, and I you've grown as a person. That's really forced me to grow. Yeah, like I think I've mentioned to you one of my past relationships. Mm. This guy used to tell me like, Ella, you need to be a bit more. You know, you need to notice a lot of things that are happening around. And he taught me a lot of things. Mm. Like, you know, I, I started reading situations and stuff. Mm. You know, sometimes you get to places and stuff, and you, I'll be like. Oh, she's so sweet oh Mm. Oh, she's so you know me yeah 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 queen naive that's your line she's such a (laughs) fight oh my god we got along so well and then he'll just look at me like you don't know this girl (laughs) i mean i'm always one of those people that anyone that comes into my space i'm Mm. always going to start positive with you yeah but you like to always see the good in people yeah Yeah. and i'm completely the opposite much to my detriment i'm like what the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> why the way That's you are? What I should be like every time I meet new people. I, should I don't think it's healthy. With. No, it is healthy. It isolates you from everyone. It doesn't matter. Honestly, or you save yourself a lot of you do fuckery. You do. I guess in the long run, you do. Um, but yeah, the friendships that I mm-hmm. made and stuff like yeah. you know, got really close to um, a few people. But I noticed a few people have really bad attachment issues. Okay, and I wonder if it's like stemming from being locked down and. The fact that they were used to initially being around people mm-hmm. pre-lockdown and things were normal. And then yep. we had to change mm-hmm. after the lockdown. And I think a lot of people, like some people lived alone or mm. whatever. Or like if you're just confined to your house, that's still like a lot less people compared mm-hmm. to what you normally would have. Yep. And I find a lot of people have like serious attachment issues mm. or the opposite where they really want to attach to someone because they're scared that if they have to get into another lockdown... Mm. They're going to be alone again. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? It makes a lot of sense because, I mean, as you say that, I'm thinking about how we were given the, well, people who did live alone had the social bubble. Like you could, you know, visit someone who was in your social bubble per se. Um, But I think, you know, in some cases that I know of, um, that person who was in your social bubble was stuck in their house dealing with their own shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so then you're obviously then left alone dealing with your attachment issues, of which I think, yeah, I understand where you're saying the attachment issues may have arose from the lockdown. Mm. That's very possible. But it's very confusing, right? Because mm. you know of like a certain friendship that I had, and mm. I've spoken to you about this. And mm. a thing that I noticed is that this friend of mine yeah. really wanted to attach. Mm-hmm. You know, she really wanted to attach. Mm-hmm. And she attached so quickly. And she's like, you know, I really, really want this. Yeah. But then I think she also got to a certain point where – 
people get scared mm-hmm. and then I don't know if it's like attachment issues and then you've got abandonment issues mm-hmm. you know like you've got abandonment issues so you're like I really want this I need to have a person mm-hmm. that's going to be my core mm-hmm. but then when you get to that level where you're like I've got this person you mm-hmm. get scared and then you remove yourself what is that um obviously that also arises not only from the lockdown but it sounded like because with that specific person she was always at your house is that correct yeah she always ended up being hanging around you but you got to a certain point where you were just like but when are you gonna leave (laughs) but that also comes with trauma as a child yeah i think so you reckon Absolutely. Because, you know, back home, obviously I'm going really deep into it, but back home they may have grown up as an only child Mm. or just grown up um, alone, obviously with family around them. Um, And then they come here and then they're definitely alone because they're living alone. So because they're now living alone, then makes it a lot worse. They're now in lockdown and they have no other option but to be alone and sit in their own thoughts. And then (laughs) now make a friend. Yeah. It becomes almost like a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to be with that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really felt or like Or else it was nothing a actually functions. Yeah. It's terrible. It is terrible and quite sad. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I just, I guess a lot of people like, because you know me, I'm very reserved and very quiet. I'm so introverted. Like you mm. put me inside out. Yeah. But, like, I tend to absorb and learning and noticing a lot of things around me before I, A, speak or I don't just speak or act. Mm. You know, like, I try and, like, see what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes very naive. Mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a vibe. <laughs> such a vibe. She's such a vibe. <laughs> oh, oh love God. You. If I ever say that to someone else, they <laughs> I'm not being real. I'm actually being real. Like, I should think you are a vibe. <laughs> Until um, you do something to fuck that up. Yeah, then that yeah. <laughs> just, But she was such a vibe. What yeah. happened? Um, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it just, I don't know. It really vexed me. Like, it doesn't make sense. And mm. I assumed, like, maybe it was the lockdown that mm. made all of these things that we might have had underlying heightened come to light yeah so sometimes like you know maybe certain people would have been able to manage for a long time with certain behaviors until Mm. you saw them but Mm -hmm. now i feel like a lot of things uh, were a bit more heightened yeah and first lockdown like i was saying we were all lovey lovey you know Mm. like you know caring for each other Mm. you know relationships got really deep Mm. this time it was like, it feels like there's a lot of each man for himself. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, yeah. If it's a fuck you, it's a fuck you. Yeah, we, pretty much. We, we move. <laughs> pretty we much. Move, basically. Like, yeah. There's a lot of selfishness coming mm. out of this one. I don't know. Which You know, I, I kind of felt with the lockdown, it made me kind of think, well, yeah, we're in a pandemic, something serious. But it kind of made you think, you know, in the next pandemic, oh, who God. do you want to be locked down with? Like, do you know? <laughs> do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Okay. That's an interesting one. Who what would you, would you Yeah, who would you pick in the next pandemic? Let's start with you. Would you <laughs> I wouldn't change it, to be honest. Because, um, like I told you, like, I as learned. As if you could actually say <laughs> you wanted to change it. <laughs> um, I learned a lot of things about myself in the pandemic. Like, you have to go home tonight. And how. <laughs> and dealing with things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I realized that I, we worked really well. Mm. although we were together all the time, we worked really well. But 
to some extent, I feel, um, yeah, like, yeah, there are a few things that I'd want to change. But if a pandemic hits, it hits. Yeah, yeah. So you'd want to be with someone who, even if you're not in a relationship, you want to be able to pick someone that Mm. you can survive life with and not kill each other at the same time, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah. to be honest, it wasn't easy being at home with the kids. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine because it wasn't. A, I guess probably a conversation for another day. Like mm. you know, my favorite line: "It's not everyday love." When no. it comes to picking partners and stuff. Oh no, People no, have, no, like, no! This warped version. They of, do. I'm like, it's not everyday love. No. People need to really change. Who yeah. They think they need. Yeah. When trying to find a partner. Absolutely. Or, or whatever you're into. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying within you know the lockdown, although we did grow everything. Every day was perfect. Mm. You know, when you grow, you go. You really go through those difficult moments. You have yeah. those difficult conversations. Yeah. That you think you would have never had. Yeah. Um, because there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> you can't go anywhere else. You're just like, you know what? Gotta fucking deal with this shit now. You can go to the kitchen. <laughs> hide in the pantry. Oh, look, like I told you in the pandemic, <laughs> I was having, I started to, that's why I stopped drinking for a while. I started to get into the pantry. <laughs> Honestly. And then I'd yeah. come out a different mum. Have a few shots in the pantry. <laughs> And I'd come out, oh, kids, you ready to do some painting now? <laughs> that was me. And I realized this is not, it's just, yeah. I was wondering where you had all that happy energy. Oh, mate, being time. tipsy every day. No, I just, yeah, I had to stop. So yeah. I stopped. Yeah. And I haven't had a drink. You did really well, actually. Yeah, you yeah. Did so well. Yeah. I remember when you first started. Like, <laughs> And I was like, lol. <laughs> it was getting too bad. It was getting way too bad. Um, I can't wait to have shots with you at the end of the week. Oh, <laughs> um, it's still going. This is yeah. like, actually really impressive. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you still have the but app? I do. I yeah. do. I think I'm now on maybe 204 days. Oh, what? Yeah. Get out. I'll tell you now. Um the app is called I Am Sober, guys. Yeah, you guys it is a should paid app. use it and check it. Oh, you can – well, I'm not on the paid version. Oh, <laughs> but you, they still count for you. Yeah, they count. Oh, girl. That's messed I up. so many things on there. So I think I actually paid as an alcoholic, but I'm not an alcoholic. Well, you haven't been <laughs> drinking for 244 days. Because, so. <laughs> but um, – oh, it's 210 days. 210. So six months and 26 days. You're almost at a year, you know. I'm halfway there. Halfway there. Three sixty-five is just um, corner. But yeah, the app is really good. There's yeah, I agree. You know, there's um, other people's stories on there. It also tells you how much you saved. Mm-hmm. How much um, you saved? So one thousand two hundred now and calories. Yeah, so it's a lot. And also, you don't have to do it. Oh, mine says I've been. Uh, my milestone is now two months alcohol free. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? A whole freaking two months alcohol free. Yeah, but you're supposed to alter it, Ella. Every time I have a drink. <laughs> yes. And then that's when you're supposed to actually start paying for the app and telling your story. Oh, why would I do that? <laughs> Sixty-one days, guys. I missed this milestone on the seventeenth of December. I'm gonna be ten weeks next week. Oh, saved 900 and wow, that's a lot of money. 
dollars. Mm. Oh, you would have spent that much? That's how much I've spent. I probably would have spent more. Oh yeah, yeah. But this is yeah, not, no. this is not champagne money. This is like just normal everyday wine money. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I, mean? what I put it down as. Yeah, have saved a lot. Um, and look, I have found. Um, well, when I did first start, I found um, I slept better. Um, I lost a bit of weight. Although, to be honest with you, because I do have such an addictive personality, I did replace my drinking with eating. But good food. Lots of good food. So I treat myself to a really expensive steak. Yeah, you're um, eating really well. Like, yeah, like very just, clean. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really good food. Like I just put in so much effort in the food. Um, Like I remember this one time I just did a whole thing of lobsters. You know, lobsters are not cheap. Yeah, but it was just so good. And I did thought. Did you bring me one? Yeah, you did. Yeah, but that's when I had the seafood order. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how was it like talking about food? Your eating habits. Um, so one thing I noticed being in a lockdown was I actually initially started cooking a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was like putting much stories out there. I think I did a, a bit. Like on yeah. Instagram. Okay. Like my little, like I was cooking a lot. I was mm-hmm. like trialing things because, you know, working from home, like I could just have my jollof cooking while I'm working. You know, mm. Just on the side there, just going for two hours over long yeah. I needed to go for. Um. Or like whatever else. Like I started and I was really enjoying it, but I put on a lot of weight in the first lockdown. Mm -hmm. Um, This very last one, I think I have said this not just to you, but to a few people about how it has not been good Mm -hmm. to me as much. Like I actually lost weight in this last lockdown. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, you did. did. Yeah, yeah. You actually did. I did. I saw you at one point. I'm like, girl, what diet are you on? (laughs) Snatched. Nice and slender. Stress diet. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, stress can really get you there. Yeah, I don't know if it was stress though, because I thought I was fine. Like, I didn't think. Oh, girl, were you fine? <laughs> <laughs> Who was fine in this lockdown, honestly? Oh, I was not okay. That's a fact. Yeah. But I don't know if it was stress. So, I think I got to the point where you're like, you know, you're not okay. Mm. You just accept you're like, you know what? Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do about it? Yeah. You know, um, besides doing the obvious stuff that you should do, like obviously you should do therapy. Mm. And obviously I kicked into the hiking thing that became yeah, a Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just doing things that make you feel good and mm. looking after yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes like I've even started the pottery thing. Oh, yeah. How's that going? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. And I wish I could do more of it. Like Once again, only in <laughs> Get to do activities like pottery. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, anyways, that was a joke, guys. I actually don't. Understand. It's just a joke that we have. Which we'll bring up here and there. It'll make sense eventually. Oh, dead. Um, but I love it. I was actually thinking of getting myself a Christmas present, like mm. a pottery. You know the thing, the spinning wheel. Oh yeah. But yes. I sent you, did you see that link that I sent you, that guy who does the kids? Yeah, I know, but I think you need to do proper lessons for a while. Okay. Now that I've gone to, like, classes and stuff, like, yeah, there's techniques and stuff, like, you can't just, Mm. I mean, obviously, the more you practice and, like, watching YouTube videos or whatever, Mm. um, but it's been amazing. Like, I just go there and I shut down. Mm. And um, I think I was telling you, like, the last class that I went to, Mm. you know, because I'm just, like, in my own little zone, Mm. like, and I think both teachers that I've had so far used to live in London. So their music taste is, like, very diverse or whatever. Mm -hmm. And 
I was just sitting there and like Afrobeats just came on. Mm. I don't think it was intentional. It was just like, you know, like random selection of music. Mm. I'm just like, oh, you know. And then I realized like after a while, I was like, holy shit, like mm. this was so cool. Mm. But it was like not a chosen thing that it should be like Afrobeats and, yeah. you know, pottery tonight. But yeah. Mm. How often do you it. do that? Uh, Once a week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's so really it's not ideal the time that I had. I wanted to have like a Saturday or a Sunday class, but mm. everything is so freaking booked up. Mm. I could only get in initially on Monday nights, which was a nightmare because, mm. you know, Monday you've had a big weekend, mm. you get to work and you just want to go home and just yeah. not do anything. The amount of times I just wanted to cancel was insane, mm. but I just went and yeah. I just felt so much better. So everyone's getting like some weird pottery thing for Christmas, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> It won't be weird. Oh. It'd be really meaningful, Have to be honest. Have you seen what I've been making? No, but to be honest, it'd be really meaningful. Like, you remember when we went to that painting mm. place, paint a pot? But the uh, little thing that I painted, I ended up giving to my sister. Oh, that's nice. To Sharon. And I thought yeah. she would love, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, those. Because I made it with the reggae colours. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she really appreciated it. So, yeah, it would be amazing, especially me knowing that, you know, it was something that you did yeah 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 to yeah. get through the the pandemic <laughs> well, therapeutic post pandemic actually it's better than something that's bought to be honest i love yeah handmade stuff so do i but it's i feel like a lot of people these days are so freaking official mm. like they don't appreciate things like that or the time you've taken to do something like mm. that they just look at you and they're like oh what brand is this? Oh, or whatever. Yes. My child being one of the yeah. people. <laughs> Did yeah. I tell you the story about Oh, really? So last year for mm. Christmas, I got him like all this stuff. Mm. I mean, I was at a point where I was like, I'm not getting you a gift. Because mm. I spent like five grand on his birthday mm. last year, i.e. the dog and everything else to do with the dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got Luna. him a whole dog. I'm like, that's expensive. That's yeah. an insanely expensive gift Absolutely. for a child that age. Anyway, um, Christmas comes along. He's got so many gifts. Mm. He gets so much stuff, mm. not only from me, but from the dad and mm. the rest of the family. Yeah? yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, it was like <laughs> all these friends of ours yeah. that, like got him so much stuff. Mm. And then he's like opening his gifts and stuff and he was all happy mm. and blah, 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 you know, loving everything that he got. Yeah. And what the last, it wasn't the last one. It was like probably the second last gift that he had was from me. It's like, oh, mom, what is it? It's like, oh, it feels like a shoebox. Is it a shoebox? It's like, mm, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, and then he's like, are they sneakers? Mm. I'm like, mm, maybe they are. <laughs> and then she, he was like, opening the box. And he's like, oh, my God, mm. it is a shoebox. He's like, oh, my God, mom, is it Gucci sneakers? Oh, my God. That sounds like Ollie. Mom, is it Gucci? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, whose child are you? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that doesn't come from you, definitely. Well, it also doesn't come from the dad side of the family. Mm. Like, they would not be about brand names mm. or anything like that. I'm just like, whose child are you? Mm. Like, I find sometimes it's also school. Gucci? Well. In primary school. There are kids who have oh, actually, no, label stuff. No, no, yeah. Mm. Remember how he was going to that primary yeah. school? Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, you can't blame yourself good for that. Good education costs money. <laughs> you can't blame yourself for that. My son came home one day when he started going to this private school and he's like, Mom, I need an Apple Watch. Oh, and wow. I was, an Apple Watch. I'm like, mate, you are not getting an Apple Watch. 
Um, and at the time, he just had a simple a cl- a thing, a oh, clock yeah, yeah, that, yeah. you know, yeah. you can learn to read the time. Yeah. Like, you need to learn to read the time first. Or you could buy him an Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> then how are you going to learn how to read the time? You're just going to learn how to read digital. We grew up learning, oh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, how to actually clock. read the clock, yeah. which is a lot harder, but as soon as they know, they'll, they'll catch on. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I'm the Grinch. You Definitely are. the Grinch. Did you get a Christmas tree this year? No, I didn't end up getting oh a Christmas my tree. God. <laughs> I didn't end up getting a Christmas tree, but my toddler's been singing Christmas carols all around the house. And yesterday I actually felt bad. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have a Christmas tree. I'm such a Grinch. You are. Um, I've actually got a real tree, a whole real Christmas tree. Yeah, you know, tree. you have a real Christmas tree. It smells amazing too. Yeah, I like can smell it now that I'm a bit yeah. closer to it. Um, the real one's amazing. I've been loving it. I, I haven't it seen a real night. tree ever since I was young, young. Yeah, I've been turning it on at night. I keep forgetting to put water in it. That's another thing I didn't know. If you get a mm. real tree, you have to freaking put water in it every single day. Like, what's with that? But because you've got lights around it and you put water in it, isn't there a safety hazard there? Ah. <laughs> it's okay. Nothing's happening yet. <laughs> Oh, God. We've had a situation. Actually, I went out on Friday night. Mm. Was it Thursday night? Well, I went Mm. out both Thursday and Friday. Mm. Anyways, I came home and I forgot because I keep forgetting to put water in the tree. Mm. Can you see how it's dying at the bottom? Mm. It's not supposed to be dying. So um, I was like panicking. I was like, oh, by the time Ollie comes home for Christmas, the whole tree is going to be dead. (laughs) So I was like so hungover and I was like lying on my couch like, bitch, get up and put some water in the tree. You're going to ruin the kids' Christmas. Yeah. Um, so I got up and I forgot before I went out the night before. Mm. I had the same thought, but I'd already been drinking. Mm. I was like, Ella, you're going to ruin Christmas what? for Ollie. <laughs> put water in the drink. So before I went out, I put water. And then yeah. the next morning, I'm like lying down and I see it dying. I was like, mm. put water. So mm. I go in and I like start putting water and it just spilled everywhere because <sighs> there was still water in there. Um, yeah, so so does it, did it say though how much water you should put in there? Like I fill up that bottom bit okay. once a day. Okay. So then I forgot that I did the night before. So mm-hmm. obviously it hasn't been a whole day and there's still water in there. <laughs> Have they banned Christmas? They've banned, surely they've banned pedophile Santa. No. And surely they've now banned the fireworks. It just has, <laughs> it just has to be like social distancing with with Santa. Yeah, which is great. So you it's, can't be sitting on his lap. It should have been social distancing from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nice to sit on Santa's lap. No, it's not. I did it as a grown woman No, last it's year. not. Oh, what? <laughs> I actually did. You sat on Santa's lap. Of course I did. I've got photos. No of way. Oh, I swear I did. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Look, if I had to sit on Santa's lap, it would have to be something... <laughs> sexual like orientated there he was not anyone it was like in the middle it was a federation square for crying out loud it was just, i think my friends are probably thinking what the hell's going on there does she know that this is for kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh, kind of messed up Ella. no it was cool it was funny yeah look i've always thought you know i don't care what santa you are no child of mine is sitting on your bloody lap yeah but a grown woman can sit on santa's lap <sighs> i don't know about that i can't yeah. even believe you said that why not? You told the whole world that you sat on, on Santa's, Santa's lap. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, well, look, YOLO. You only live once. Uh, yeah, I don't even think my kids have had photos with Santa. See, when I was a kid, I mm. used to be scared of Santa. So I never actually sat on Santa's lap. Mm. So maybe it was, you know, a childhood trauma that I yeah. just needed to heal. 
Wow. Talking about trauma. What a fucked up way to deal with that. (laughs) (laughs) It's such an old age. Mm, Shit. No. Well, you know, you got to deal with it at some point. (laughs) Every step of the way has been a huge struggle. Far out. And the lockdown slash pandemic has partially something to do with it. Can I tell you the initial struggle that I had? Yes, tell me. So I was like, oh, we should do this podcast. And I was like, I need to get her on board. And I kept saying, oh, we should do a podcast. And you just kept saying, you know, when like someone is telling a yes, but like, Mm. no, I can't confirm because maybe I've got plans elsewhere. Yeah. Yes. I felt yes. like an idiot. Like, oh, we should go to this party together. Do you want to go out together? Like, yes, but I was actually going to go with other people. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, I really want to, as you're saying that, obviously letting people know as to why we started the podcast, but mm-hmm. how this also came about. Yeah. I remember um, having really fruitful, honest conversations with you. Yeah. Um, not only that, but I found that you were a really good listener. I am? Yeah, you are. I compared actually think to, I'm a shit listener. No, oh you are God. such a good listener because although, yeah, with, you know, not everyone will have, you know, the, the right thing to say when you're going through something or the most supportive thing to say or, you know, but listening, best quality. So I could talk for ages and you just listen and be like, oh shit, oh yeah, right. And I'd just be there going and going and going. And same goes for you. Can I just interrupt like yes. real quick? <laughs> I have been mindful of something that I've been trying not to do. What's that? I feel like every time we have conversation, yeah. I sometimes will talk about something that is similar but relates to me. And so I feel like maybe I'm taking away from your conversation and what you're saying and now talking about myself. So I've been so mindful of that. Like, no, Ella, don't talk about yourself. Don't bring your relevant situation. (laughs) No, those situations are relevant. I remember you saying that to me because you didn't feel like you were being a supportive friend. But the best thing is just listening and although you may not have, oh, you should do this, or I think you should do this, the best thing also, also to, for me to hear is that you're going through a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, Does that make it sense? Makes people feel comfortable knowing yeah. that you know, we're all struggling through exactly. this Exactly. Like, thing I'm not the only one yep. who's going through this, and yeah. you're going through it. So don't think of it as... Oh you know, God. a negative trait. It's, it's, and it's maybe something that you started recently. It's very recent. Yeah. And I've been beating myself up about no. it. Like, you have no idea. Like, every time I'm, like, trying to have a conversation, I was like, Ella, do not <laughs> speak about yourself. Okay? Like, yeah. I mean, some people would find it offensive. You. Yeah. Yeah. You need to make it more about, um, like, obviously I'm listening, but, you know, sometimes, like, when someone's going through something, like, I, you know what I do. Like, I try and do the deterrence. Like, yeah. are we actually talking feelings <laughs> or should we deter and we should have a conversation about blah instead yeah. just to, like, try and mm. get you to feel comfortable and then we can, if you're ready, get into yeah. the conversation. But I was like, Ella, <clears throat> don't be a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about yourself. Don't talk about related voices. <laughs> This is not about you. This is about somebody else. Yeah. So I'm trying to be better and be a better friend in that way. Oh, you're an amazing friend. In that. Great listener. Yeah. 
you know, not everyone has the right words to say. And I know sometimes you can say, you know what, I really don't know what to say. I've said that before. Because you actually don't know what to say and that's fine. And I'm just like, you know what, I just wanted someone to listen to me whinge. That was me, or like, was to it me last cry. week? And I was like, yeah, or listen uh-huh. to me cry. And, you know, I've learned a lot from you in that sense. Because you know me, I'm always the one who wants to be like, nah, do this. Yeah. This is what you should do. You want to know what I would do if I was, you know, if you were me? Like, this is what I would do. And that's not necessarily a healthy way to communicate. Uh, Do you know what I mean? But it's not like, it's it's also recognizing that sometimes it's okay to not (laughs) have him. But I need that. See, I'm one of those people that if you did that to me, and if you did an Ella to me, (laughs) you were like, oh, I've got nothing to say. Oh, that would just. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes I think that's why I ask. Do you want me to say something or do you just want yeah, me to I've listen? Noticed, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I can be overbearing. Like you can tell me about something you're going through and I can be so emotionally into it and be like, dude, block him. Just block him. <laughs> you know, just give you something that I would do <laughs> that you wouldn't have done. I'm dying. And, <laughs> and you know what? It's It's... That's how it's come about. And obviously from opening up to each other, we'd like to open up to the world. Yeah, this you know? has been yeah, very interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, like slightly emotional. Um, <laughs> trying to hold myself together. <laughs> block him. <laughs> Just block him. <laughs> Every other second we'd block him. Uh, oh, that's been my solution to everything. Nah, I need that <laughs> Um, but you know, I know why sometimes you won't completely just block people because I'm just such an open person. And not even that. You said something to me recently, and you said to me the reason why I don't do that is because I still want to coexist with. Yeah, I still want to be able to go out there and yeah, you know, um, not have those negative energies and still be able to have normal conversations with people, no matter how they've treated me, because you know they are who they are because of what they did, whatever. Yeah, but you are who you are. And the other thing I think I said in that conversation, which I was like, oh, wow. You know, when you're like telling someone something about you and then you realize like, oh, shit, that's Mm. why I'm really doing that. Yeah. Was when I said to you, I cannot fully get over someone if I block them Mm -hmm. because I need to coexist with them. Mm -hmm. Because when I get to that place, when I know that Mm. I'm coexisting with you, I haven't blocked you, I can still see you Mm. and I feel nothing anymore, Mm. I know I've really moved on. Okay. Because the whole blocking culture for me, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work because if I block you and then I don't see you and stuff Mm. and then you pop into my life, Mm. (laughs) as we all know, it could be a whole year later, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just regress. Okay. I regress. I just go back to I'm such an emotional and mm. sensitive person. Mm-hmm. I really regress. So yeah. blocking is not for me. Yeah. I think blocking might be for some people that are so emotional they can't handle it and they need to do that. Yeah, but I can't, that's me. I can't do that. No, I, I have I, to I block need, straight away. Straight away. It's hard. Mm. It's a lot of work. But Oh, it is. Long term when you think about it, if you can coexist with someone and know that – you haven't blocked them. You know, they can still call you. You've got control over whether you pick up the phone or not. Mm. 
you see what they post on social media or whatever, and mm-hmm. you've got control over how you, you feel, feel about it. Yeah. Like when you first see it and stuff, it's not great. Yeah. You're going to feel like shit. Yep. But getting over that hump where mm-hmm. you start feeling like that shit doesn't bother you anymore. That's yep. I personally, anyways, that's mm. when I know, like, I know that I fully moved on from someone and I yep. don't give a rat's ass. Yeah. Like you're living your best life. I'm living my best life. Yeah. You know, I wish you well. Yeah. For me, even if it's a friend, I have to block you. I'll block you oh. on every platform whatsoever. And I've told you I've become such a professional at pretending that I don't know you in public. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so I will literally walk past you in a shopping center. Mm-hmm. Thank God for masks, especially during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Some things come good. I just walk straight past you like I do not even know you. Like you've never met. Absolutely. Like I remember before... Obviously, my recent relationship, <sighs> this guy um, that I was involved with, per mm. se, um, I just didn't want to see him anymore um, because of certain reasons. So anyway, I just blocked him on every certain platform. Yeah. And it wasn't too long after that, I'm telling you, maybe six months after that, he was working in a shopping center. You know one of those people who stop people to talk oh, to them? Dear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so no. he was trying to sell me something. Oh, no. And this I can't not, even. <laughs> this is not where I thought this was going. <laughs> I noticed it was him and I just, my heart dropped for two seconds and I was like, mm, yep. Pucker I literally it. just, yep. I just walked straight past him and he was like, oi, D, D. <laughs> <sighs> he was so confused, but I thought, you know what? Yes, it was a coward move for me to block him and not say as to why I blocked him or why I wanted why I didn't want to see him anymore. But mm. I think, you know, every everyone has a right to not give you reasons. I've been yeah, 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 I've yeah, been yeah, given absolutely, that. Absolutely. Like I've absolutely. been completely ghosted and yeah. with no reason whatsoever and you get no no conversation. I agree, but I also don't think it's right. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. No, it's not. I knowing myself, mm. if you tell me, okay, like I've had situations where, you know, whatever, relationship stuff, friendship stuff. Mm. But if someone comes and has a conversation with you, even in that moment where you are struggling to get over things, like yep. in that struggle moment, mm-hmm. you know, you, I still am like, at least I know the reason why. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting at home wondering like, oh, what is the reason why? <laughs> Maybe there is no reason. Yeah. Maybe this will all be okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that kind of helps you get over the fact that the person's moved on or Mm -hmm. is not interested a lot quicker. Okay. But if they don't communicate, it's sort of like, you know, if you get ghosted or whatever, like Mm. recent situation with the person that just decided to unfollow me and I was just thinking to myself, dude, we were really close friends. Mm. Like all of a sudden, like, why would you do that? And now I'm like asking myself a thousand questions. Yeah. Oh, this, that, that. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, obviously I don't care now, but... Mm. (laughs) I mean, for it's some just, situations for me, it's been it's been a good thing. But it's also made me really socially awkward because I don't deal with those. I don't close that door properly. I think I need to be a bit more like you, though, in, in saying everything. In a healthy way. In a healthy way. <laughs> you need to find the medium. I don't just block and say nothing. And then you someday there will be That'll the be person nice. that will interview you or something. That will be very nice. <laughs> Actually, Whom? I've never met them. <laughs> Whom do you speak of? I think um, I'm a different person. That's my twin sister. Twin sister? <laughs> so when you come to my house, I can look at the window and be like, I'm not at home. <laughs> Same energy. Um, so, yeah. Um, why did we 
start the podcast? Um, because I guess I think in a lot of conversations that we had and I mean, not, I can't even say getting to know each other mm. more because we knew each other a lot, but it mm-hmm. was just more the reconnecting and realizing certain struggles that we dealt with in life and I think actually more so even more recently, like the certain mm. conversations I've had with you. Sorry, I haven't brought this up with you before. That's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Just tell the world. <laughs> <laughs> no consent. <laughs> Nothing to see there. <laughs> but there's certain things that happen to us, especially when we're like young females. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. What is this? What is this? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not exposed too much. <laughs> Uh, oh, dead. But there's certain things that happen to us <laughs> that we're not okay. okay. Actually, I'm going to give an example, which yeah. is going to be very, or we can like edit it out. If yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's going to be very vague because uh, no one's going to know. Remember how you told me that story about the guy? went out with you somewhere but you guys drove so far away mm. and then he got pissed off about something when you guys were away yeah and then he just left you there in the middle oh of the yeah night. i remember that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. very yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah not giving out a lot yeah no, um, i know what you mean there's so many things mm. like when i look back i think that's probably what made us decide to start the podcast mm. that there were so many things that happened that were not okay yeah that are probably still happening yeah absolutely that and there's so many things that people need to talk about and just mm-hmm. knowing that it's okay. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I've been through similar. I mean, mm. a guy left me five minutes away from my house once. Yeah. I could walk, but it was like after clubbing mm. and it was like freaking 7 a.m. in the morning. The yeah. lights are out, you know, like, and I was just not dressed appropriately. to be Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like being left yeah. in the middle of nowhere. No, we've had <laughs> experiences compare, in the past. But there's so yeah. many little belittling things that we've been through whether it's in relationships Mm. friendships as well like friends can be so freaking mean Mm -hmm. like i mean you and i have even at our age even at our age yeah we've both been in like really popular groups especially Mm. when we're younger yep those girls are freaking savages yeah absolutely and then there's always the rival crew yeah no, we have had a lot of experiences um, in these streets growing up. And I find um, there was never re- really that opportunity to actually talk about it openly. Yeah, because you're and embarrassed about yeah. what you've been through. Or you don't want to be like exposed as the friend that was emotional about how exactly. somebody else treated you. Because exactly. you're supposed to be tough. And even to this day, there are young girls who are going through the same thing. And they also need to be aware of, you know. And old girls like me. <laughs> Old girls well, like you are still in the streets. Actually, not old, but yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, the women who are obviously going through the same things as mm, us mm, right now, who still don't talk about things, even in their own relationships and oh, things that they go through, even that dating. Part, that part. Um, the whole can of worms that some people are just not ready to what part? listen to, like relationships and stuff. Like no, things that people are actually going through no, in relationships. Like it's insane. I actually spoke to someone, let's not give out, and yeah. I was actually um, saying, hey, because you've been through domestic violence, mm-hmm. um, you know, in your relationships, we'd love to have you on the podcast because you've had that experience. And we. What about me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we want to be able to share those experiences, yeah. um, you know have a safe open space for women 
even men, children to talk about these things, mm. uh, make it more aware in our community and um, give each other support, mm, mm, mm. you know, and um, s- survival skills within those struggles of yeah, relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Domestic violence is real. So and it's not only physical. I've, I've been there. So. As I think I've. Yeah, so that's also. <laughs> now openly told the world. If you didn't know, now you know. Yes. Sorry, I don't mean to make that sound light. Jokey. It's actually, yeah, I know. It's actually quite deep. No, I understand. <laughs> As you will see when we actually record that episode, I'll probably be in tears the whole way through. But anyway. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, life is all but a beautiful struggle. Firstly, I want to thank everyone who's taken time out to listen to our podcast and to everyone that's going to be listening to more episodes and following us. Um, I think it's going to be fun. We're going to have, you know, different guests. We're going to cover a lot of different topics. I think we've kind of hinted that in a lot of the conversations we've had, certain mm-hmm. things we're going to talk about, um, you know, DV, um, basically everything. Yeah, like nothing is being left out there. So whatever your struggle is, there's a struggle in everything. We got you. Yeah, we will be coming <laughs> to discuss your struggle. Don't yeah. you worry. Yeah, I just also was thinking about our little jingle, and you're probably going to kill me for saying this. But <laughs> throughout all this struggle, did you really come out stronger? <laughs> because I did it. I came out a mess. I we haven't it. even realized how we're going to get out of this. Yeah, I know. I, I do. But that's that's the whole point of the jingle, right? We'll come out of it at one point. Will we? Absolutely. So we have to. I feel like you come out stronger through certain struggles. And yeah. Go into, this is supposed to be our farewell, but now I'm just ranting on. Yeah, but we have to grow and within those you, struggles. Yeah. Yeah. And then it ends, and then you grow, mm. and then more struggles come in. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm done. I think I've had enough struggles. Yeah. Like, I'm at the point where I'm just like, I'm good. Yeah. Thank you, universe. Thank you, God, for everything that you wanted to teach me. But I'm done. I'm mm. tired. I'm checking out. I can just share my stories of the struggles that I've been through. Mm. Which would be very nice. But I'm no longer part of the struggling community. <laughs> oh, you are the struggle, honey. <laughs> I'm exiting to the left. You are the struggles. No, thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much to everyone who's um, already followed us on Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. Um our account is the dot struggle podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us on Instagram. If you've got any questions, send us a DM. And also, you know, we're going to be posting on Instagram um, about certain things that we've discussed today in the yeah. podcast. And just, you know, to get a bit of input from you guys to find out, yeah. you know, what your lockdown struggle was like or post lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. But anyways, thank you so much from Ella and I. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Until Peace the, out. Peace out. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um.